Welcome to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast, coming to you from Gilbert, Arizona. We pray that God will bless your time as you listen. From the entrance and to phone. We hear this command given to us. Gaudete in Domino Semper. Etrondico Gaudete. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again I say, rejoice. The question is, why are we rejoicing? Rejoice for what? Things are not going well. Life is tough. A lot of things are happening and the faces are gloomy. They are not smiling. How then can we rejoice? Rejoice for what? Brothers and sisters, whether the children are happy or not, whether the faces are gloomy or not, we have every reason to rejoice. We got to rejoice because we are alive and active. We got to rejoice because God has sent his son to save us. We got to rejoice because we are an opportune people, privileged people, given this privilege to gather together as a family of faith to celebrate this Holy Eucharist. You know vividly, some went to bed last night and they couldn't wake up. They are gone, gone forever. They are dead. So are you better than them? Do you think you are better than them? That today you are alive? Of course we are not. But it's just God has given us a privilege to live. So we have every reason to rejoice. It's not out of place, therefore. St. Paul encourages us. We must rejoice always. We must rejoice always. We must pray in season and out of season. And we must remain thankful in every situation. Whether it is good or bad, we got to remain thankful to God. Because it's only God who knows what is right for us. It's only God who knows what is good for us. And that's why sometimes some of us, even when we pray, our prayers are not answered. Sometimes we feel discouraged, we feel dejected and disappointed. Brothers and sisters, perhaps God knows that you are wishing for, that you are praying for, is not good enough for you. Rejoice. Rejoice always. Last Sunday, we heard about the man called John the Baptist. And this Sunday, the searchlight is still on John the Baptist. So, 
The question is, why John the Baptist giving such a prominent position within this period of Advent? Two Sundays, we are busy reflecting on John the Baptist. He is an important figure. And as such, we needed to remind ourselves of his role. From the gospel, we heard how God himself sent him. John the Baptist didn't send himself. It was God who sent John the Baptist. And God sent John the Baptist for a purpose. For a purpose. And because he sent him for a purpose, brothers and sisters, the entire life of John the Baptist, from conception to death, was just that purpose. From his conception to the time he was killed, it was just that purpose. And that is why at conception, you'll find out that when Mary visited Elizabeth, what happened? The child in her womb left for what? Joy. Because that child has seen the mother of the Savior. That child was, was to fulfill the mission of God. To be the forerunner of our Messiah. And that is where we heard how Mary sang the Magnificat. My soul rejoices. And what happened? Even when he was born, John the Baptist had to fulfill that purpose. Today we heard how even the people were confused. Who really is this guy? Who really is he? A prophet? He said, no. Elijah? He said, no. Then who are you? And going back to the prophecy of Isaiah, chapter 40, verse 3, we heard how John said, I am the voice that cries out from the world, from the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord. A voice that cries out from the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord. Brothers and sisters, have we truly listened to that voice? And if we have listened to that voice, have we made straight the way of the Lord? Where are those crooked parts of your life that you have not strengthened them right? What are you waiting for? And that is why John remained faithful throughout his life to fulfill this mission. He preached the gospel despite the fact that he got popularity from the people. Brothers and sisters, he did not give the glory to himself. Ordinarily, as some of us are, is to claim the glory. 
is to claim the popularity. Just like how some celebra uh, celebrities do, wherever they appear, they want everybody to know how important they are. But for John, no. He said, I am not the Christ. I am not the light. I have just come to testify to the light. To bear witness to the light. So the entirety of John's life is nothing but what? Bearing witness to the light. Bearing witness to Jesus. And he remained faithful to that until he is dead. The Bible tells us, by their fruit we shall know them. John remained faithful to that truth. The truth that he has come to bear witness to, he remained faithful to it and his head was beheaded. How ready are we, no matter the circumstances, to remain faithful to our God? How ready are we? How ready are we, no matter the circumstances, to bear witness to Jesus and not to compromise our faith? The society we find ourselves today is a society that desires us to compromise our faith every now and then. So that where the truth is, we say, um, you know, it depends. There's nothing that it depends. Say it the way it is. And that is how you'll be the second John. If you don't bear witness to the truth, then you may not be a joyful person in your life. Because we can only rejoice if we are witnesses to the light. We can only rejoice if we continue to journey in the light of Christ. And that is why at Christmas, brothers and sisters, light conquered darkness. At Christmas, joy filled the whole world because a Savior is born to us. Rejoice always. Pray all seasons. And give thanks to the Lord in every circumstances. Let us pray that God will grant us the grace. No matter the circumstances, we will remain faithful to our Savior. No matter the situation, we will bear witness to him. So that together we may forge ahead without the loss of anyone through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for listening to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast. For additional podcasts and media, visit us on the web at www.sanneaz.org. Again, that's www. S-T-A-N-N-E-A-Z dot O-R-G.
Say, man, pray for us.